I think the most important thing to do is customer interviews at the beginning. Yeah. You just get the feedback of the market. Just don't uh, stay in your room and, and uh, develop something nobody needs. So just go out and ask people about uh, if they're going to use it. And if you have that feedback, then you can uh, still go back and, and, and code it or whatever. But uh, asking people is the most important thing to do, I guess. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Startup Stories, the podcast that brings you your weekly entrepreneurship education and startup training by Europe's most inspiring founders. This episode brings us together with Nicola and Fabian from Joinier, a startup that has made it its mission to change the future of human resources and increase engagement amongst teams and employees. According to a worldwide study, the percentage of adults who work full-time for an employer and are engaged at work, meaning they are highly involved in and enthusiastic about their work and workplace, is just 15%. And that's a challenge Joinier wants to tackle. I hope this conversation will bring you as much value as it did for me. Enjoy! Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Nice to, nice to meet you, we haven't met before. Um, maybe you can you can share a little bit who you are, your name, your what did you study, and uh, what are you doing now? What what's the startup we're talking about today? Okay, thank you very much for inviting us to your podcast. Um, my name is Nicola. I'm one of the three co-founders of Startup Journeyer. Um, before I decided to found something by my own, I worked in different advertising companies as well as a big corporate. And I studied business communication at the HWZ in Zurich. And that's also the place where I met my dear friend and co-founder Fabian. And yeah. Yes, my name is Fabian. Um, as Nico said, I studied also communications. Um, that's where it all started with Joinier. Nico came to me with a good idea. At this time, I worked in a small family office. Um, where we furnished offices, we made concepts for office design and I was uh, doing sales and concepts there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and in 2016 we had our first idea and everything was showing your started. Nice, what was, the, what was the initial idea and how did you, how did, how did you find it or how, <laughs> how did you... Well, um, yeah. I always was a person who had this entrepreneurial spirit uh, in his body, in me. So I always came up with different ideas. Once I wanted to found an found a, a online shop for natural soaps. Yeah. And Fabian was always the same part of the more rational part of us. And he said that it's not going to work out. Um, there are also already several. And once I came up with this idea of um, matching people with jobs based on their soft skills, and that, that was the first time we really said that uh, this could, might work out and we should focus on that idea. And that's what we did. That was the initial idea where we started. But well, now we, we pivot a little bit and now we're doing something different. But um, yeah, basically this matching soft skills was uh, the first idea. Did that come out of a frustration uh, of your own <laughs> story? Because we have, we have talked about this concept or, or idea or we 
we also discussed that soft skills are so important, but now you just, in the, in the job description, you just see, uh, you know, the hard skills, you know, what skills do you bring? Um, how, did, you know, how, how did it, how did you come to that idea? I heard it's a good question. I don't really know. I just was uh, brainstorming about ideas and I thought that this soft skill thing is very important and it's getting more important um, in today's society where the employee is in, in, in the center, in this human-centered world. So I think I, I just started brainstorming about this topic and then I thought it could be a nice idea to just uh, meet people who have the, the same mindset and work with, that, with them and if you all have the same mind mindset, then it's probably easier to, to work yeah. and uh, be successful also economically. Mm. That was my idea, but it, it wasn't that easy actually. Yeah. So what did you do? You, you came together, what, what, was, uh, what happened between then and, and today? Yeah, the first step was with, the soft, uh, with this idea of the soft skill matching, we made a small concept and um, one of our teachers at the uh, Harvard said was Max Meister, he's one of the founders of the Swiss Startup Factory. So we made this short concept, two or three sites, wrote down what we think, what our aim is, and we um, presented it to him um, on a table in the cafeteria. And he was like, that's exactly what is missing, for example, in the startup environment, because uh, especially at startups, soft skills are very important to work together. That everybody's on the same page, that you share the same vision, that you have the same goals. And he was um, actually quite interested in our idea, said that we should put some more work in it and present it at the accelerator program of the Swiss Startup Factory. And that was the next step. And we presented and we got a place there, cool. which was quite uh, um, unexpected <laughs> because they really roasted us <laughs> at the end of the presentation. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, and at the end we've been one out of three startups who successfully passed this accelerator program. But after that we just uh, felt that it's too difficult to, to measure soft skills because there are several problems. One of it is that uh, we have a huge lack of talents in the Swiss market. Mm -hmm. And if you just add another filter, this soft skills evaluation on it, then you might never find a fitting applicant. Yeah. And the second one is, of course, that it's, it, it's people act differently in different situations. Mm -hmm. So they might lie in this uh, evaluation test because they just want to fit the stereotype of a top sales guy or whatever. So um, it just was too difficult. Yeah. So we, yeah, we pivoted a little bit in search for different ideas in in the same field. Yeah. yeah and the main reason also was that we um, realized that companies should start in the company and not at the onboarding process to like build up engagement to um, look at the soft skills etc. Because especially for big companies they have a huge workforce mm -hmm. and in our opinion it's much more valuable to look after your existing workforce than to um, invest a lot of resources in looking for new uh, people yeah. so I mean everybody tells it everybody knows it but actually 
in the real world uh, it's not happening enough in my opinion yeah. that companies really uh, focus on their existing workforce and that's also a main reason why we pivoted and uh, put our focus in the existing workforce all right and what was the conclusion of this process like where are you now like where did it lead you what is the product now well the product now is uh, nowadays uh, companies reach, reach out to their workforce once a year in a in a in an employee survey and we just believe that that's not good enough for today's society because there's digital digitalization globalization all over so it's more important to have a solution which is closer to the employee and that's what we do basically so what we do is pulse like employee survey that is an app who reaches out to the workforce more often who's very um, playful and fun to fill it out and most importantly it's just a fraction it just takes a fraction of time to fill it out because classical approaches you you need to answer 60 or more questions and it takes you more than an hour to fill it out so um, it's an easier approach yeah. and uh, yeah we we believe that employees will like this solution better yeah i remember our we work together yeah. and i remember our employee questionnaires i think i did it the first time or this two times yeah, and then, and then i asked are you doing this too and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> okay that's good i'm saving an hour now <laughs> per month or whatever it was that's it, yeah yeah. But was it a, in a corporate or yeah it was like a big corporate it was like a stimmungsbarometer yeah, asking how are you doing that? and they i didn't feel like they cared anyways so. that's that's the problem exactly i mean they ask hundreds of questions they ask every topic and you have the feeling after you fill it out that it doesn't change anything anyways right. Right. so and this is completely a wrong approach to this very important topic that you have the feeling that your um, inputs, that your needs count for the company. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's the basic yeah. product. Yeah, yeah I, try, I tried out your, your product uh, before you sent me the new login. Okay. It was still with, with these little figures, you know, you could, it was 10 questions, I think it is? Or it's 10, yeah. It's 10 questions and you can give answers from one to six or bad to good and it's always a a little figure that's either sad or you know going to happy so it's quite entertaining much much better than what what we have <laughs> yeah that's what we hope yeah 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 actually you can decide how many questions you ask um, right. we always uh, um, you shouldn't ask more than 10 yeah. that's our main belief because if you ask too many questions people get annoyed yeah. so um, better less than 10 and it depends a little bit about which questions you ask and you can decide in which interval you ask yeah. the questions so it's a process um, you ask questions people uh, answer the questions and um, they should discuss the inputs afterwards yeah yes. do you also advise the, the HR departments and what questions they should ask uh, yes we do but that's a little bit complicated we because we need to visit them yeah. and we want to be like a tech startup who yeah. can uh, make sales online but at the moment for our lightest customers we just uh, meet them and then we we talk about the question they could probably or possibly ask and yeah that's that's how cool. we do it at the moment yeah we have a psychological and 
uh, a psychological advisory board, which um, is put together of psychologists and behavioral econom economists. Yeah. Um, these two uh, like um, mindsets ask different kinds of questions, and our approach is always more on the behavioral economic side because it's more straightforward. And yeah. Uh, psychology is more asking the same question 10 times in a different way <laughs> to have a, a reliable answer, answer later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we have the Psychological Advisory Board. We also work with um, uh, an agency uh, which like challenges our questions so that really our support for the companies uh, is, is valuable. Yeah. Cool. yeah, that was one question I was going to ask later. What's the science behind, you know, uh, your solution and why is it better but but so that's yeah this is one approach answer. and the other thing is our scientific approach is feed forward it's out of positive psychology mm -hmm. and we frame everything in the tool um, to be positive so uh, solution and future oriented so it should not be a complaint box like oh this is shit and this is shit but it should be um, in my opinion, it would help if. So, yeah. if you have a question, you always, and if you have something that is not uh, perfect in your opinion, you have to think how you would make it better. Mm -hmm. So, it's really about solution oriented um, inputs and not about letting off uh, steam. Steam. Just yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what companies um, are you target or did you start targeting in the beginning and, and what's your scope now? Is it like big ones or is it startups yeah. or? First we focused on HR company or just the, the departments of HR. Mm -hmm. But uh, then we, we felt like that it's more about the person who is interested to use that tool. So now we're working with people in innovation sections, we're working in with uh, HR of course, but also with people from our social network we know who have uh, management positions mm -hmm. and who just said that they're going to try this out. So these were like our early adopters, but also very important um, people or companies in change processes, where it's yeah. really important that you feel the vibe of the workforce and you get an instant feed, feed forward from, from your, your colleagues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you have small to big. It's it's. Exactly. There's no we work with startups as well as uh, big Swiss corporates and big Swiss banks. So mm -hmm. it's it's a topic interesting for every company, I guess. Yeah. You, you just talked about like inside of the company, there's different departments you kind of target, right? Sometimes it's the HR. You talked about innovation departments or other leading positions. Is there a certain type of person or a certain type of role that you are trying to convince and that? to use a solution? Normally we really target the, the HR chef because um, it, it's an HR topic. Right. So that's our main first uh, uh, target group. But I mean, it's even more interesting if you have a line manager who decides. I mean, an HR is always like, okay, it's very interesting. I gonna, I'm going to communicate it to the departments. If they like it, they can do it, but they don't have to because I can't tell them you have mm -hmm. to do it. 
but if you have uh, like um, a hands-on line manager who says that this is cool I'm gonna do it with my people um, let's start tomorrow uh, this is a very interesting approach mm -hmm. for us yeah. our fir first case was a friend of uh, our co-founder David who worked for a big or who's working for a big Swiss bank and uh, she, she just said that she's gonna use it yeah. and are we going to scale it within the company yeah. so she wasn't really management she wasn't really in the management no, so she, she said it's, yeah. it's a cool idea we're gonna try out yeah and how do you how do you measure the, the the success of I mean she tried it now how how is she convincing or how are you convincing her you know bosses or, or other people in the company I think um, the good thing with feed forward is that you get instant information and this instant information helps uh, the management to to improve the, the workplace so I think if you only carry out, out the, the, the employee survey only once, you, you get instant uh, added yeah. value. Yeah, okay. I think that's super important that it's not, you know, oh, you need to use it six months and then you will see an increase in whatever, but really do it once and it's already, it's already. No, that, that was success. the feedback we got also from a startup who's, who used our tool. Yeah. So, yeah. how. How um, how's your sales process? Because okay, you say you you target HR usually. How long does it take for you now to acquire a new company? Um, yeah, it depends a little bit. Um, I would say months, months, maybe two or three months. So we would send mails. We are doing cold calls. We are we have quite of a. The classical approach, and then if someone is interested, uh, we prepare a meeting, we present the startup, uh, our approach of feed forward, then we would um, give them a test login, they would make a test, um, present it internal, and then we start a test. This, uh, we, we start a, a long term test. Yeah. So this would be the, the approach. And the test is mostly paid already. Already paid? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, how does it work? Like, what do companies pay for, kind of? Is it like just the basic thing or per user? Or? I think it's well, the, the pricing is an important topic for yeah. us. Uh, we're still working a little bit out uh, what way we go. But uh, it's actually monthly per user fee. So you just pay for the user who really use it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's quite nice if you actually get an HR boss of a corporation exactly. signing up for it. So you, exactly. get the whole you will get uh, a discount if, if uh, yeah. 1,000 people okay. use it. So you won't pay less than just 100. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And how are, you, how are you doing that with the pricing? If you, yeah, we're if still you're figuring it out. We have, how we are you trying like, to figure it out? Uh, our start is five francs per user per month. Mm -hmm. So this is our start, but I mean we are a young and kind of flexible startup. So it's going up. It's gonna go up, <laughs> guys. Get it now. <laughs> Sign up now. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean we speak to the people. We um, if a nature boss says, okay, I'm coming with a thousand people, but I, if I, they always calculate. Okay, if I bring like hundred, it's. 500 per month it's 6,000 per year but if I bring 1,000 it's 
60,000 per year, I cannot pay 60,000. So yeah, we, we talk to them yeah. at the moment, but we're gonna um, make it more fixed soon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> In 14 hours. So you have 14 hours to sign up. Sure, sure. So what are, what are the, the things you're trying to do to, to find the right price? Well, uh, we compared our competitors, yeah. which is the look on how they do it. And uh, we just uh, note that down or write that down. And now we're going to do a workshop in the next uh, few days. And yeah, trying to figure out. We also did customer interviews and asked what they were willing to pay. We also made offers to try out how far we can go. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, that's a good thing in your startup. You all always can talk to the people. Uh, they will tell you, uh, come on, think about it. Uh, come back to me tomorrow with, a, with another paper or something. Mm. And yeah. most of the time they're not like, ah, that's very Never bad. come back. Yeah, we are never <laughs> going to talk again. Yeah. And I think we also want to remain flexible a bit because it, dep it really depends on the customer. If there's a bank, they, they can pay more than an NGO, for instance, and also a startup. So, um, yeah, we're, we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah on, the, in, on US websites, I often see, uh, you know, if you're a school or an NGO, contact us. Uh, exactly. Yeah, we're going to make a special price for you. Mm. Yeah. Cool. What, what do you think, looking back, what was your biggest challenge? Maybe you had uh, individual challenges that were a bit different or one common one? Well, I think uh, the biggest challenge was as we finished this accelerator program yeah. where we got support from mentors, where we got financial um, su uh, support. And uh, as we have our own uh, office here, then we lost the vibe a little bit from our mentors supporting us every day from um, showing them that, that we're going to be the next unicorn or whatever. So I think that was a, a huge hurdle for us at uh, that, that time after, after the accelerator. Yeah, for me it was a little bit a different thing. Um, in the accelerator, it was, everything was uh, uh, superlative, uh, like yeah, we're gonna find an investment after three months. You're gonna go to have so many customers. Well, a lot of talking, and um, <laughs> yeah, and and to to find out that we our product, for example, is not rocket science, and we know that it's yeah. not people. You have to 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 have this mindset. You have to believe in it, and the process. We start with our product has to continue uh, in a team. If you just use our product, uh, I spoke to customers. Um, they said, "Yeah, I think with asking questions, I cannot engage my workforce." Mm -hmm. And then I must say, "Okay, let's just stop talking to each other." Because <laughs> if you think that our products is just about asking questions. It's uh, we are not gonna find a way together. Yeah. And so we know that we are not doing rocket science like I don't know an, an ETH spin-off who does 
uh, cancer research and research, cures exactly. uh, yeah, yeah. and investors are not like jumping into our door every day and say yeah i want to invest yeah so much money and yeah to find a way around this um knowledge like mm. to see okay we have to show that it works we have to work hard we have to work long we have to invest our own money we have invest our own time if we want to continue that was i think that was the main part okay yeah and it probably still is i mean it's still you're is, still yeah, working sure. hard yeah. And, yeah. yeah but i mean now we are we got getting traction into and, uh, into a place we earned a little bit of money so it's better now than it's been half a year ago so. yeah yeah and, and i think now it's gonna scale now scale yeah 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 what did what did like you had to, I mean, you came up with the idea and at some point you had to convince yourself that it works, right? Mm -hmm. How, how did you convince yourself that this solution is actually better than like, like it's actually better for the companies? And well, for me, it was Fabian approving the idea for the first okay. time. <laughs> <laughs> and also the investor, I mean, Max Meister, our mentor and investor as well from the Swiss startup factory said that this is going to work out and this is a great idea so i think that was also very for me it's i completely believe in it i completely believe that in every company there is so much potential uh, unused which has to be brought to light I and mean, i know so many people who go to work mm. and do not really have an impact and do not really uh, see a value in their work and therefore i think you have to try everything to bring this to light and first of all i strongly believe in this and the second thing is um, i since around 10 years i do sales before i sold uh, furniture and <laughs> made concept and that was really hard um, and actually um, we really have a lot of success with our topic yeah companies know they do have to do something in this area they know they want to get agile everybody speaks about ag mm. ag um, yeah. agility uh, digitalization and so everybody speaks about it many companies do not really know how to walk in the right directions but they want to do something so you just have to uh, support them with the right thing to do like this small step and we talk and we support them with a tool to make one step in the right direction to start yeah. this mm -hmm. process yeah. and therefore I'm completely convinced that we are also at the beginning of this mm -hmm. sure. it's, a, it's a huge market HR tech is a huge mm -hmm. market and yeah. I think it, it will evolve over the next few years even more so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah already it's, it's um, like <laughs> yeah, it's getting more dense getting with, with dense other with other startups or yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we our first idea after quitting was something in that direction, and we read the the it was a global workplace uh, report mm -hmm. from the Gallup 
organization mm, yeah, okay. and you know over yeah. 85% of people are not engaged at work mm, exactly. that's a big that's problem yeah. that's, that's our bible yeah. Yeah. right <laughs> it's it's incredible one of the first things we always say in every pitch yeah. it's incredible I mean, it's crazy and still most companies do not care it's crazy yeah, I th- it's yeah crazy. they're just doing well in Switzerland yeah. You know? Yeah, but, but still, I mean, every study shows that you increase productivity, profitability. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, so, it's huge. By so much, yeah. Possibilities are huge. And, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, why yeah. I say it's, it needs a lot of sensitization. And it, yeah, that, it's that's why I think we are at the beginning of this process. It's very intangible, right? It's not yeah. you do this one thing and then you'll have five hundred thousand uh, revenue or or less cost or whatever. Exactly. It's it's intangible. And if you start with it, it probably first drops down. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you start process where uh, in like conservative cultures or hierarchies, you will have uh, density like these old school leaders are not yeah. very happy if everybody is asked what's your op- opinion uh, yeah. about this topic or how would you do it or what do you think we could do better. So maybe at the beginning um, you, it gets a little bit more complicated until it gets goes up, up yeah. far up. So that means that it's quite, I would see that it's quite hard to sell this, right? Because it's not like I give you that, you get that, right? What is the strategy? Like, how do you? People do not see the return on investment directly. Yeah. So it's a bit more complicated to really convince them. But if they know that employee engagement is a huge topic, then it's really easy. We just go pitch, and they say it's a great idea. Let's do a pilot. So, so it depends on on the company, and of course there are companies where we can discuss five hours, and they won't buy our stuff, yeah. our product. So. Um, yeah, but I think the mindset, there's also a new generation of management coming up and they know that it's very important. So uh, we're at the right, right time at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Have you figured out what companies are on the side, like you can spend five hours and don't do anything and the companies that are, like, are there any characteristics? Are there? These companies? I don't really think so. Yeah. I could uh, industry say, for example, uh, government, Governmental uh, um, organizations are very often stuck in conservative structures mm. and they really like to keep it the way it is and are not willing and they don't need to. That, that's, that's different. They don't need to go forward. There are always some people who would like to, but like the surrounding is, is very stuck in the way they did it for 20 years mm-hmm. and so governmental organizations are very hard also i would say um, insurance i would say like construction companies like kind of engineer companies um have this very i would say maybe yeah, what's rather macho cultures <laughs> yeah okay Where, yeah this hr yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. soft skills me yeah. stuff we don't need that um, <laughs> if i have a problem i'm gonna tell my boss uh, 
or the boss says, yeah, no, no they have to work, they have, don't have to talk. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so funny. I really hear that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So if I wouldn't try, I wouldn't acquire, um, for example, um, construction companies yeah. for my first customer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah, the, the gender plays or might play a role and also the age of the, or the, the type of company. You said insurance as well as also. Yeah, we just talked to a couple of them and none of them are our customers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the result. That's I can a sign. I can imagine, yes. But uh, yeah, gender. I think it's it's easier to talk to to women about feelings. About feelings, of course. <laughs> right. About right. it's really about it's that. Yeah, that's it's what you like to. It's really <laughs> no. I, I don't know. You're the sales guy, so yeah. I actually wouldn't really. Yeah, it's interesting. I I never thought about it. That it's a gender thing, but yeah, you're right. I mean, if we, if we talk about construction, it's probably a very. Or have you ever seen a construction woman? Yeah, and most people, <laughs> not so in age, most people in age are women, so. Yeah, that's yeah, true. they are. They are yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's also there is one point is very interesting for companies. Um, because people who do not work at the workstation in an office, hmm. they often do not have that much access to these people. So it's it's harder, for example, to uh, send them a survey. And um, we uh, develop mobile first, yeah. and so on. Yeah. So um, it would be very interesting, like for factories, for children, etc., yeah. yeah. um, to work with our tool, but. Also, there is or truck driver or whatever, but yeah, <laughs> maybe not my right. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Um, what if if you were? I mean, you are speaking to uh, future entrepreneurs, also active entrepreneurs. What's your biggest learning that you would share? I think the most important thing to do is customer interviews at the beginning. Yeah, you just get the feedback of the market. Just. Don't uh, stay in your room and, and uh, develop something nobody needs. So just go out and ask people about uh, if they're going to use it. And if you have that feedback, then you can uh, still go back and, and, and code it or whatever. But uh, asking people is the most important thing to do, I guess. Yeah. Right. How many did you ask? More or less. <laughs> I <laughs> think one and a half year, more than a hundred probably. But I mean, it was actually in the process of building the tool in our case, but but yeah, until now it's been more than we waited a little bit too long with this customer interview stuff. Yeah, okay. So we had to redo some uh, features, but uh, yeah, just ask. Yeah, yeah, and we're doing the same right now for Mm -hmm. one of our ideas. So exactly, that's so important. Are you joining in on that on that learning, or do you have? Sure, this additional one. Very important, and another thing is always the team. I mean, we three founders. We when we started, we wanted to build a, a tool, a digital tool, <laughs> and nobody of us was able to program. So, oh, I know that situation. Uh, yeah. So we worked with external developers from India <laughs> for a long time, and 
at this moment I cannot imagine anymore how this worked out. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and yeah. It took a while, yeah. I, so do really take care about uh, the team. Like, who you work with, which skill set do you have? Um, yeah. So get someone with those skills, like development skills on uh, the team early on. Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you have a digital tool. <laughs> you need, you need cool. someone who can build it, right? Yeah, in our case, it was so often like the, the point where we couldn't like go forward. Mm. We were stuck. We have a lot of uh, sales force, communications, uh, business as well. Business. There we can like we can work all night. We can work on the weekend. We can make change. We can go further. But if we cannot keep up with the product, mm, yeah, we've just been stuck. We are just stuck. So okay, yeah. that's big problem, and we should yeah, really it. try to to be able to move everything more or less at the same pace. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you build a product, you. Will. Have to have someone who can build it. Yeah, <laughs> looking bad, we can. And we also have <laughs> very interesting <laughs> talks. No, that's, that's what you learn right on the way. way. That's that's fine, digital yeah. tool without coding skills isn't the best idea. <laughs> you learn on the but way. But we learned and yeah. uh, we're yeah. still using it. So. And you have new friends in India now. So <laughs> I mean, that's and now we have yeah. all the coding here. So and now you have one. I yeah. mean, we built a lot of know-how intern. Yeah. Um, David, who is not here, he by now he knows a lot. About technology, when we started, he didn't know no. a lot about technology, so that this is very important. And um, what's also very interesting is that we somehow managed to survive to this point, yeah. Yeah, and to, to find know how someone who's willing to participate and build to take this part. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, I'm uh, out of questions. Um, just for the for the we have the last part. Our, exactly. Our standard. I mean, we basically, questions. already jumped into it because he basically just rephrased the questions we haven't even asked yet. That's right. Looking back, that I think I was stupid cool because our question is like <laughs> looking back. Uh, what would you do differently? Is there anything else than than uh, not having a, a CTO on board? Well, I still would found my own company because I have this entrepreneurial spirit in me and I think I, I would do it again. So just probably this, uh, this developer thing, yeah. is missing developer skills, but otherwise it's just, I would do it again. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a very difficult question. I mean, yeah, you, you always take a lot of learnings with you and, and probably we would do a lot different if we start over again but I think to come to the place that we are now I would do, do it the same, same way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you see or are you hopeful for the future of HR? I mean you said there's more and more startups in it but we also know that it's so important. Right? Mm -hmm. Are you hopeful for that for that area for HR yes, for yeah. the future? I'm 100% convinced that it's going to be even more important in the next few years. Yeah. So, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there are not many upcoming challenges like uh, everybody talks about thousands of jobs which will be replaced by machines, 
um, thousands of people which won't have jobs in future, but uh, a small part of specialists who everybody will compete about. So uh, I think it's going to change a lot and it's going to be very important to look after your people. Yeah. And that's what companies uh, didn't do enough and still don't do enough in my opinion. And that's why I'm very uh, convinced. Yeah. I mean, yeah, companies coming from the 20th century, right? You had uh, very specialized physical labor and if you look at if you look at uh, the jobs you need in the 21st century or you know with automation it yeah. really goes into very soft skill jobs you mm -hmm. know empathy critical mm -hmm. thinking uh, exactly. creativity so i mean yeah we've read a lot also about that and totally and also agree. everybody you read about the generation who's coming up feedback um, immediate response everything and, and like successful startups they, they just have a different work culture and, and, and it's proven that they perform much better yeah so in the long haul it has to change yeah. to be successful yeah. yeah I mean the most valuable companies are tech companies that were created not that Ooh. long ago so <laughs> yeah definitely so our last question is what uh, What's the last book or, or video or blog post that you've seen and that you'd recommend to future entrepreneurs? Well, or the best one? The best one. I like the Zero to One from Peter Thiel. The book? Yeah. 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 And I just uh, found it inspiring, inspiring how he talked about his failures and his success. So I could definitely recommend that one. Yeah. He talks in that book, right? If I'm, if I remember correctly, not how to create any startup, but one that really, that's really disruptive. Yeah. He says, exactly. I think, if you create so just like a normal startup, so you can go one to to n, but going from zero to one really changing, changing something completely. I I read it as well. It's super super mm. good book. Um, <laughs> he cannot read. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I read the books of Chuval uh, Noah Harari at the moment. Is it's that the Sapiens? Yes, exactly. Sapiens, yeah. Homo Deus, and the newest one is about um, recommendations. It's not the future, uh, right? He talks about. Yes, the first one is about like how we get got to where we are. The second one is about like uh, what it's probably gonna be in the future. The third one is about how we should take care of this and I mean it's not um, he's not um, how to say it in English um, people see it also critic what he writes mm -hmm. but I think it's easy to understand and it's very interesting uh, like to, to just get a, a picture of who we are and where we're going to be I mean he says for example that Probably in the future um, there are going to be superhumans uh, with, I don't know, like ro robo-arms, very strong and, and I don't know, and he says, it's not a question if it comes, but uh, when it comes yeah. and what we are going to do with it yeah. or how we are going to make sure that not a small elite can uh, take profit of it. 
Yeah. So yeah, this is what I read at the moment. I like him. It's very yeah. interesting. I've I've gotten many recommendations for for his books. Yeah. Uh, Sapiens and Homo Deus. What's yeah. the What's the one you're reading? At the moment, it's Sapiens. I read Homo Deus first. Yeah. And I start now with. Uh, I read now the first one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's very. I mean, obviously, people are critical of him anyone who talks about the future you know there's going to be some people who agree with you <laughs> yeah, or some people who don't agree so um yeah very good recommendations book recommendations actually so thanks so much thanks guys for yeah. your Thank time you very and much. Uh, a lot of success for for your mission i Thank really you. really love it uh, i think it's super important Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Startup Stories. Make sure to check out the show notes and our blog post with additional links at nerdentrepreneurs.com. And if you like our podcast, leave a review on iTunes. See you next time.